Oh, the Lions are 0-7. Leave Mark Sanchez alone. It's Locked On Lions. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Matt Derry with you, Locked On Lions, Locked On Podcast Network. Let's play it, everybody, on a Monday, October the 25th, and a Tuesday, October the 26th. Indeed, the Lions are still winless at 0-7. The Eagles come to town on Sunday. Philadelphia, an early three-and-a-half-point favorite. We thank you for listening and joining us here on the show, and thanks for making Locked On Lions your first listen. Every day, we are free and available on all platforms. Today on the show, our usual fare on Mondays, Pro Football Focus graded out the Lions both on offense and defense. Who are the top five performers on offense and defense from yesterday? Who are the bottom five performers? We will get into that. Uh, Sheila Ford-Hamp, Lions owner, a rare interview granted to Dave Burkett of the Free Press over the weekend. Uh, we got to get into that and discuss uh, what Sheila had to say, my reaction to it. More from you um, and the fans, a few tweets from yesterday. People are out of control on this Matthew Stafford stuff. Uh, at Derry Speaks on Twitter and at Locked on Lions on Twitter and also the Matt Derry Facebook fan page and an injury uh, update and report as well. Uh, one key member of the defense, it's been a surprise this season, is going to be out a while. We'll get into that. Coming up on the program as well. Got to give a quick shout-out at the start of the show. Our buddy Nolan Bianchi, who works over the Detroit News and for the last few years has hosted the Locked on Red Wings podcast. Nolan has left, and there's a new host of the Locked on Red Wings podcast. Want to welcome to the family, Brian Fisher. Uh, Brian does some work on the Lions radio network at the ticket. He's a big Red Wings guy and does a, a fine job so far early on here on Lockdown Red Wings. So give Brian a listen and uh, a follow uh, at Brian Fisher 971 and uh, also at LO underscore Red Wings on Twitter. So, Brian, welcome and uh, hope to have you on soon. We'll talk to Brian. Hopefully, I don't know Brian, but I've heard all good things uh, and hope he does a great job with it. And welcome him to the family. Wings actually are are pretty exciting to start the season, so that's been a good thing. All right, so yesterday, of course, the Lions lost to the Rams and Matthew Stafford 28-19. They cover the spread. and uh, All of the talk, really, over the last couple of 24 hours here, or less than 24 hours, 20 hours, a lot of Mark Sanchez talk. I was quoted, uh, someone used my tweet at the Larry Brown Sports website about what Sanchez said yesterday about Stafford and how he was underappreciated in Detroit and found a new home in L.A., and I ripped him yesterday. I'm not going to get any more into it. Well, what I will say is this. Uh, many fans are upset and still outraged on social media about the treatment that Matthew Stafford received while he was here in Detroit. And I'm here to tell you this uh, these, uh, this idea, and there's this guy Jordan Cole on Twitter. There's this idea that Jordan and others are throwing out there that Matthew Stafford was so hated in this town that he had to leave and that he was pushed out and that and that he and that most media thought he sucked. I don't know where this is coming from. All right. Just because I've been on this show for six years, six years I've done this show. 
saying that I think Matthew Stafford is a good, not great quarterback and that he's been disappointing at times. Doesn't mean I hate him. Doesn't mean I think I'm a, doesn't put me in the Stafford hater class. Matthew Stafford's playing really good football on a really good team right now with the Rams. He's doing enough each week for them to win games. He's doing the opposite of what Jared Goff is doing. Jared Goff is doing very little to help his team win. But Matthew Stafford also is surrounded by an unbelievable supporting cast, a terrific offensive line, a, 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 a slew of good receivers, including Nate Burleson, our buddy Nate, saying they've got the best receiver in football on the Rams and Cooper Cup. Really good tight end and Tyler Higby, a great defense. I don't want to call it a great defense, but Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald are Pro Bowl, all pro players. Good coach, coach that's been to a Super Bowl, and they're off to a six and one start. But this 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 notion that Stafford should just get this free pass here and that he never played in big games here and 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 that he was underappreciated here and there's all these haters and the Detroit media just hate, 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 hate. I think that's ridiculous. I think the media here is is pretty light and fluffy. All right. There's a few people here that call folks out. Just because, look, Mike Valeni to me is the best radio host in the country. All right. He's a good friend, but I really like listening to Mike. I was just in the car right now listening to he and Rico for and Hatchet and, and Roberto, that crew. I, I'm a listener now. All right. I, I listen every day on my drive home because it's a good show. They do a good show. It's entertaining, makes me laugh, makes me think. And Mike is tough on the Lions. All right, and there's that notion that the Lions left the ticket years ago because of Mike. And, and, and you know, Mike was never a big Stafford fan. That doesn't mean that the whole media hates the guy. There are plenty of media members that went out to Los Angeles uh, uh, this, this week that are Stafford fans. I'm not calling them out. I'm just saying I think it's pretty balanced. When you're the quarterback here, he wasn't here for five years. He wasn't here for two years. He's here for 12 years. He signed three contracts here. Two, he didn't have to. He could have said, I'm out of here. Calvin's gone, I'm leaving. He stayed twice. So this notion that things were so bad for him here and so things were so unfair and I you know, you 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 were just a part of this media that hated him is ridiculous. And I want to stop talking about him now. We're moving on. Even Stafford said he's glad this is over. Let's focus on the Lions trying to get a victory uh, this weekend against the Philadelphia Eagles. That's it. Lions need to win a game. And Dan Campbell has said it. And he says he's tough-minded. He's been preparing you know, each week and that, that he, he's built for this and that he's been through adversity and he's been through bad times and good times. And I believe him. I think Dan Campbell has this team playing really, really hard. I think there's improvement being made. I do. This defense last season with a different coaching staff, but with a lot of the same players, was the worst defense maybe I've ever seen. All right? The offense is not very good. It might be the worst receiving core I've ever seen. But the defense is getting better. All right? They're not getting blown off the field, getting their doors blown off, giving up 50 burgers like the Jets did yesterday to the hapless Patriots. They're hanging in there. They're not very good, but they're hanging in there. And yesterday was a well-coached game with good scheme and, and, and creativity and fake punts and gimmicky things that the Lions had to do when you've got your best players on the sidelines and in street clothes like Frank Ragnow and Romeo Quara and Jeffrey Okuda 
and, and Taylor Decker. Those are, you know, Tyrell Williams. Those are really, those are your better players. I'm not saying they're all great players, but they're, those are your better players that aren't playing. We knew this team was going to be bad. I told you they were going to win four games tops. Well, they're 0-7. They've got nine to go. Do I think they're going to go 4-5? and five? I don't know. Doesn't look good. But I think they can win this weekend. I do. Philadelphia is a mess. All the defensive players are openly criticizing the coordinator and the first-year head coach and basically saying we're not allowed to do what we want to do. We're like robots out here. So the Lions have a chance this weekend. We'll see if it happens. All right. Uh, PFF grades, uh, injury report, and uh, Sheila Ford's comments. We're going to do all that uh, coming up next. Uh, Thanks again for making us your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Thanks for making Lockdown Lions your first listen. Um, Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live. You've got another one that lets you stream your favorite shows. You've got another device uh, that you're watching sports highlights on, which is your phone. Then you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the other stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle. And a great way to do that is to finally get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. It brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. The best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies. By package. Pro Football Focus, PFF.com, each and every week. They grade the Lions. Everybody that took a snap got graded. Who were the top five offensive players, the bottom five offensive players, top five defensive players, and bottom five defensive players? Let's start with the highest graded Lion for the entire day on either side of the ball, and that was left tackle Panay Sewell who received an 81.1 grade yesterday, tops on the team. So after Sewell's abysmal first quarter against the Bengals last week, he has bounced back and played seven quarters of really good football. Next, on offense, Jonah Jackson, 78.8. Batting third, Halapulavati Vaitai. Was that a good year at right guard? 75.8. Khalif Raymond, wide receiver, 75.1. And center, Evan Brown, who played all 69 snaps, 73.6. Your bottom five Detroit Lions on offense. Number one, somebody I've never heard of, Brock Wright, third string tight end, 43.9. Amon Ross St. Brown, didn't even know he played yesterday, was not targeted once. 48.1. Geronimo Allison, third worst, 51.8. Tom Kennedy, 54.9. Darren Fells, 55.6. Jared Goff was at a 63.5. But not a good performance from the Lions offense once again. But they had the two highest rated guys on the team in uh, Panay Sewell and Jonah Jackson. On defense, your number one rated defender from yesterday, Alex Anzalone, 77.0. Julian Okwara, who's starting to come on and get more snaps and playing pretty well, 
71.8. He came in second. Amanio Ruarie, maybe the most underrated lion out there. I don't know if he's lion's good. I think he's good. At cornerback, 69.1. For those of you that don't know, many years ago I, I coined the phrase lion's good, meaning we have players here that we think are good, but they're just lion's good. They're not good, but they're lion's good. Louis Delmas was my definition of lion's good. Every year, everybody used to say, oh, I love Louis Delmas. I remember Shep used to do the preseason games. He'd go, look at Louis Delmas. Louis. He sucked. But he was Lions good. Ryan Broyles. Remember Ryan Broyles? I like Ryan. I know Ryan. Uh, Mary Beth, his wife. I know her too. Nice people. But he was Lions good. Uh, Number four on this list, Nick Williams, 64.7. And the fifth highest graded Lions defender yesterday, A.J. Parker, 63.2. We'll have news on him in a second. Bottom five. Lions, number one, Daryl Worley, 26.1. Oh, my God. I guess there's a reason he was on the street a couple of weeks ago. Holy smokes, 26.1. Ouch. Austin Bryant, 42.9. Third worst. Normally a PFF darling, $18 million man, Trey Flowers, 51.0. Hey, Bob Quinn, (laughs) what were you thinking giving this guy 18 a year? My God. He does nothing. Oh, but he's great in the community. Oh, my God. <laughs> Aleem McNeil, 51.7. That's disappointing. And the fifth worst lion. <laughs> this guy stinks. Will Harris, 54.1. Can the Lions get a real free safety next year? Can we get that kid from Notre Dame? Oh, my gosh. Lions need a free safety that can, like, not be late. Was it the third down pass that Stafford threw sidearm to Higby, maybe, over the middle or whatever? It was just... Harris was just a step late. There was a drinking game for every time the color commentator on TV or even Lomas on TV. Dan, Will was just a step late, Dan! Oh, my gosh, Dan. Harris, 54.1. That rounds out your bottom five Lions defenders. Today, the uh, team put Logan Stenberg on injured reserve. Um, That's another uh, Bob Quinn high draft pick. Um, And A.J. Parker has a shoulder injury. Dan Campbell said today that Parker is going to be out for a while. So that is yet another. Excuse me. Another Lions cornerback. Uh, on the shelf. That's three now. Okuda, Malafonwu, and now A.J. Parker. And look, A.J. Parker, for a slot corner and a UDFA, undrafted free agent, out of what, Kansas State? I think he's played pretty well. Number 41, you might not have heard of him, but he does okay. He's not a great tackler, but he's a pretty good cover corner. So that's another... The Lions need another cornerback, so I don't know if they're going to go outside the organization or where they're going to find somebody. Um, but AJ Parker's played pretty well. I like what I've seen, but he's going to be out a while, according to Dan Campbell. All right, when we come back, Sheila Fordham speaks. She gave an exclusive interview to Dave Burkett from the Free Press. We will give you some of the highlights uh, coming up next. 
First, Lions fans, Matt Derry here with an incredible app who, for everybody who buys gas that needs to know about, and that is called Get Upside. My listeners are making up to $0.25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to $0.50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to $0.50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back. There's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. So you can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Get Upside app. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to $0.50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code TOUCHDOWN. Do it today. And hey, Matt Derry here for Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar ever. No joke. Had myself a strawberry Built Bar today on my way to work. Gives me the protein I need, fills me up, boost of energy, and the best thing about it is it tastes great and it's good for you. If you haven't tried a Built Bar by now, you're missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but it does not taste like one. you got to try one of these amazing bars yourself to believe it. Most of these protein bars, and you know who you are, are chalky or waxy or just plain hard to choke down. Not a built Bar. It's soft, covered in 100% real chocolate, and when you bite into it, you know you're eating something different. It's more of an experience, one that you'll enjoy. In fact, you'd swear you are eating a candy bar. A lot of flavors. I, I love the cookies and cream. I have the strawberry today. And this month, Built is coming out with new limited-time flavors, like every three to four days. So check the website often at Built.com. You don't want to miss out. Go there now, Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. A couple of hellos out there to uh, some listeners again uh, here on the Locked On a Lions podcast, my boy Anthony Pavisich, who just went into the Lake State, uh, Lake Superior State uh, Cross Country and Track Hall of Fame, and also uh, the great Jake Von Eric Bonderick and his wife Dawn. Jacob and Dawn, love you and miss you. Thanks for listening. All right, so over the weekend, it was dropped on the free website, Sheila Fordham Speaks, an exclusive interview with Dave Burkett of the Free Press. And in this long-ranging interview, and first of all, uh, there's many people out there blasting Sheila, saying she needs to give a press conference. She needs to go on radio shows. She needs to talk to Matt Derry on the podcast. No, she doesn't. Sheila Fordham has done more interviews and has at least been more visible than her mom or her dad. So what Sheila Fordham needs to do is to hire good people and win football games. I don't care if she talks or not. Should she talk once or twice a year? Sure. But this idea that she owes it to the fans to speak and to to go on the ticket or to go on a podcast, I don't, I'm not I'm not buying it. I don't think she's good at it. All right, I'm a big Cleveland Indians er, Guardians fan. All right, our owner Paul Dolan, anytime he opens his mouth, doesn't say very good things. It's not a good interview. So he barely talks. So I get it. Sheila Ford Hamp made a huge blunder a couple of weeks ago when she hopped on the uh, microphone on Calvin Johnson Day at Ford Field 
and attempted to say some kind words about Calvin, only to be booed mercilessly by you guys. And I said I had no issue with it. I don't blame you. So uh, she spoke on it at Freep.com. Quote, I totally understand it. Understand the frustration all the years. I think it was a lot of things involved in that booing. So as I say, no one likes it, but I got it. Totally got it. And I'm as frustrated as the fans are, and I appreciate their sentiment. And hopefully what we're trying to do here will turn to cheers one day, end quote. No, Sheila, you don't get it. Because you were on the microphone. How would you or anybody on your staff that is close to you, led by your right-hand man, Rod Wood, how would any of you think it would be a good idea to get up there on Calvin Johnson Day when all of the fans there know of your issues with Calvin Johnson and the, look, personally, I think they get along, but I'm talking about professionally and the fact that Calvin is in a squabble with the organization. The fans know that. On top of the fact it's a winless team, and you grab the microphone? Huge mistake. And I got news for you. This Sunday when they honor Chris Spielman at halftime and put him in the Lions Hall of Fame or Ring of Honor, Pride of the Lions, if Sheila's on the mic again and gets booed again, then you look even worse. This should be Dan Miller hoofing his ass down from the radio booth to the field in time to run that ceremony. It should be Dan and Chris, and that's it. Hey, we want to bring up Sheila Ford Hamp to say a few words. You know what's coming. Don't do it. Be smart. You want to introduce her and she'll get booed for a second? That's one thing. Putting her on a microphone for 30 seconds would be a huge mistake. I don't think she understood it at the time. I think she might be getting it now. She went on to say the quote, I think that would be a stupid thing to do is to hide because I really don't feel like I need to hide. She wants to make herself available to the public and to the media. I wouldn't be talking to you, quote, if I felt like I needed to hide. I don't want to hide. It's part of what I'm trying to change around here, which is the open, communicative culture, and I'm part of it, end quote. That's good. I think that's a positive. You want to see the owner around. You want to see the owner caring. Again, I think the fans want to see a winner. And this notion that Sheila said later in the interview about how we know it's a rebuild because what Brad and Dan uh, uh, took over was not much. Well, sorry, Sheila, but you were a part of that. You didn't just get here. You were right next to Martha, your mom, when you guys made the decisions to keep Quinn and Patricia, to hire Patricia and not even interview Mike Vrabel. That's when a good owner steps in and says, hey, Bob, we know you got your portly buddy there with the beard in New England. We also want you to take a look at Mike Vrabel. Please. So Sheila getting kind of a, well, you know, I just got here and this is new. Well, it is new. And you are now the principal owner for the last few years. But you allowed Bob and Matt to stay too long. And you were, you were around your mom for many years. Sat right next to her at every game, home and away. You didn't just get here from Des Moines or Newport or Sarasota. You've been here. So I like that she's doing interviews. I got no issue with it. I don't think she's coming on this show. I don't think she's going on Valeni's show. I don't think she's, you know, going to be interviewed by Carlos Monarez anytime soon. But eh, if she's talking, fine. You know what? Hire the right people. Give them the, the, the right pushes when they need it and get a, and get a quarterback in here.
All right, that's Locked On Lions for a Monday. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. We're back again tomorrow.